And we are live, we're live on episode 15. 15. What's up? Happy Monday, everyone. Monday. I'm just going to fix something quick while you guys uh, guess that looks better, kind of. Or it's not going to fall off. Yeah, guys, I'm messing with the camera. Get over it. Deal with it. Deal with it. Where are we? Oh, there we are. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Wait for some people to come on. Episode 15. We'll figure it out, guys. We'll figure the camera thing out. Look sideways. I'm like, we're selected. Just a little. Maybe we'll take this video this time. <laughs> I don't know if it might still work. We'll see. How's everyone doing on this Monday? I know I'm uh, personally I'm I'm kind of exhausted. <laughs> yeah, I was actually really like hyped up today. Were you? Yeah, that's good. And I also okay. got one of those sleeps last night that was like, like I woke up and I was like, you're feeling good. Yeah, but I was like in such a deep sleep that when I woke up, I was like, what year is it? <laughs> <laughs> Where am I and what year is it? I woke up with a drool and everything. I was like, what? All right. It's a, it's I feel good, though. I mean, I woke up and I, when I had like a deep sleep like that. I don't know what I even like. I take my nighttime like vitamins. Yeah. I took this. I have essential oil. Okay. And it's like a rest and relaxation by Dr. Axe. And I rubbed it on my temples. And I, that's the only thing I did different. That's so into your bloodstream. I definitely that's soaked into, into my like, soaked like into my brain <laughs> and knocked me out. Dude. I woke up and I was like, I felt so refreshed, but I was like, holy shit! Like I felt like I slept for like three days straight. Yeah. You like shot that right into your veins. Clearly, I needed it, but <laughs> yeah, I was like rubbing it on my temples, and I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, and then I was like, it's like awesome. Well. <sighs> yeah, I was like, oh shit! It's like oh shit! It's Monday morning. I guess like uh, it's up. Yeah, it's, it's up. morning. <laughs> What's up, Rick Van Winkle? Oh, we got some viewers on. Nadine, what's up? Hi, Brittany. Nadine, waiting for nice weather. Today was beautiful. Today was really nice. Today was perfect. It wasn't too hot. Oof. That was a good one. Don't mind me, guys. How do you not spill it? Mine goes everywhere. Practice. Damn. Practice makes perfect. Diana, good evening, guys. I have a question. I love it. Questions right off the bat. Do you do exogenous ketones spike sugar? I was Googling it and read this and was surprised. Uh, what up, Gambo? So, Diana, uh, I guess I'll give my opinion and then uh, Marty his because we always like to have. What was the question? Uh, so the question was: Do exogenous ketones spike sugar? Blood sugar. I was googling it and I read this and I was surprised. So, do exogenous ketones spike sugar? Is kind of a broad question, only because it depends on what kind of what ketones? what brand you're using, what type of ketones. Is it a good beta hydroxybutyrate form, the BHP salt? So, do they use artificial sweeteners? Some artificial sweeteners can still spike blood sugar, guys. You know, like a lot of times they'll claim, oh, like, it's art, you know, as long as it's not sugar. Yeah. Artificial sweeteners like sucralose and as uh, aspartame and uh, acetylene potassium, stuff like that, can still spike your sugar. You know, just because it doesn't spike my sugar or Marty's sugar doesn't mean it won't spike yours and, and uh, you know, reverse, uh, vice versa. So, Diana, prove it. Uh, I mean, prove it's a pretty well-known uh, exogenous ketone supplement company. 
I personally have never used them. I've never used them either. They are, you know, they're good, and most of the brand reps know their stuff and actually test. So, you know, you have to remember, too, the article you read, the person writing it might have not factored in what they ate before that. Yeah. Your blood sugar, if you test, it's going to kind of, it's going to take into a, you know into account, into factor what you have eaten throughout the day as well. You know, like, for example, I tested my ketones yesterday. Okay. I was 0.1. Nice. No, like 0.1. Uh, but that I was expected because I had a carb day the day before. Okay, so that makes sense. So I tested that low, and I was obviously not in ketosis, but that was expected because what I did, I, was, I had a carb day, and I had some cassava chips seven hours before I tested. Okay. So that, that goes to show that even like, you know, if I had eaten, I eaten that seven hours prior and then tested and I still showed I wasn't in a ketogenic state right. and then I, you know, I, I, I ate fat all day and I tested again and I was fine. But you know, something like that, if I were to eat something that spiked my blood sugar or raised it and kept it raised mm-hmm. and then I tested after drinking ketones, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into it. I could have not waited enough time for the ketones to kick in before I tested. Right. You know, whatever I ate before that might have spiked my blood sugar and then the ketone showed. So it's a, it's a kind of a broad question, but, you know, exogenous ketones shouldn't uh, spike your blood sugar, especially prove it, because if I'm not mistaken, they actually use erythritol instead of artificial sweeteners. Okay. I could be wrong. Okay. They could might they might be they might use both. Don't quote me on it. I'm it's not positive. Positive. That's good, it? Uh, it, what? Erythritol? it can. Yeah. It can. Um, it's not supposed to raise your blood sugar, but uh, erythritol destroys my stomach. Yeah. So I, I don't personally mess with it, but. You know, um, biggest thing is to, to check, and if you do check your ketones or your blood, uh, obviously your blood sugar, but uh, test it with the blood meter. Uh, a lot of people that do keto use the P-strips, yep. the urine strips. Uh, those are not as that accurate. So uh, testing your blood, I know it's kind of annoying, uh, pricking your finger, but, uh, but you know, it is the most accurate way. So like, I'll test a lot of products that way. Like I'll have... You know, I'll test before and after right. a lot of the stuff that I eat. That way I know what spikes my sugar, what doesn't. So, well, yeah, Kim's in California chilling right now. Damn, Kim. What up, Kim? Dedication to the podcast. I like it. I love it. Thank you. On vacation and watching us. We greatly yeah. appreciate it, guys. So, what do you think? What, what, um, what's your I mean, and Diana, to answer your question, I use the uh, Ketology Exogenous Ketones, which is one of my favorite. Uh, they don't use any artificial sweeteners or sugar alcohols. They use a stevia-based sweetener. And they have 10 grams of beta-hydroxybutyrate, which is a really good dosage. Uh, full dosage is, I believe, 12 grams. Um, a lot of ketone supplements use about six, which is why a lot of them don't work properly. Right. So um, these guys actually use 10 grams. They don't use artificial sweeteners or sugar alcohols. And they actually add in 2 billion probiotic for digestion. And those are the only ones that I've actually enjoyed and that I saw work, the pineapple ones. Those are really, really good. Awesome, right? I would highly suggest those. Yeah. I've and they're not expensive. They're, they're, we sell them at Mission Nutrition for 65 bucks, but you get 30 servings out. Yeah, that's a lot. A lot of other ketone supplements are like that much money for like 15 servings. Yeah. You get a full month out of it. And that's if you use it every day, which right. I don't. I've had mine for like a month and a half and I still have like and, a I Probably had two week servings left. Yeah. So it, it, it was worth it for me. It's definitely worth it. You know, it's like two bucks a serving basically. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 
That's for what you're getting too. I mean, get a good quality. Like BHP is not expensive, not cheap. And it's good to use. Uh, I mean, for for me personally, I've really only have, I guess, in the last like month, two months maybe, I just started taking exogenous ketones. Yeah. So, and I haven't really tested my blood sugar at all. With, yeah. Uh, with taking them, but I do know that if I ever did, if I had a carb day beforehand and yeah. I drink them the next day, that or like that night, or depending on when I had the carbs, mm-hmm. um, that it, I mean, they help like so much. Oh, big time. It, like, I feel like it helps with my digestion yeah. as well, and kind of like doesn't really like cause too much bloat and inflammation in my body because yeah. it kind of just takes it down. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I get, it really depends on what you eat yeah. and how long you eat. So, I mean, Mike kind of touched on everything about, you know, if they do, if they don't. And uh, I really think it's just a trial by error type thing. And, yeah. You know, no, like I said, the try it at certain times of the day, try yeah, what exactly. you're eating, you know, and then see which which one gets you the best results and yeah. kind of just take it from there and, uh, Definitely. and see what it works for you, you know? Because we we preach to the choir, but it's uh, it's what works for you guys. So it may not always work for us. Um, Dan is asking about catology. Diana, I wrote, uh, I, I typed the way it's spelled. So if you're Googling it, it it's spelled with an I-E. Because they have to be fancy and bougie. And Keto Logic makes a good... Um, Keto Logic is also... They make a good brand of... Uh, like meal replacement keto shakes. Mm-hmm. So, and I know they, um, I don't know if you, do you guys sell Keto Logic? Mm-hmm. No? I know G, if you guys want, I know they're on like Amazon and GNC, yeah. vitamin shops. So, if you're not in the Hicksville, Huntington area to go pick up Catology ketones, I'm sure there's GNC vitamin shop and there's an Amazon on your computer and phone. That's the way the world now. And everywhere. Because Amazon's taking over the world. Yeah, they are. I think I just saw Amazon is now about to, this is completely off topic, but it's, uh, Amazon's now, not only are they, I believe they, they stream NFL games and now like, I think they stream like six games a year and now they're streaming, uh, 20 premier league soccer games next year. So it's like, it's slowly, but surely everything is going to be run. Soon soon they're going to run everything. Yeah. They're going to control it. (laughs) If they don't already. They probably did if they don't already. Nadine, thoughts on honey? Um, I mean, I love honey. I just, I, I don't. I don't use it. I don't ever. use it just for the sugar. Honey's delicious. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it's a really good superfood. Yeah. But uh, for for keto, it's not it's optimal not. because it does contain a lot of sugar naturally. But as we know from listening to Mondays with Mike and Marty over fifteen episodes, sugar, sugar doesn't matter where it comes from. Uh, whether it's from chocolate bar, from you know the store, or uh, honey, you know, yes, it's natural sugar, but uh, you know, for keto, at the end of the day, it is sugar. Uh, however, honey is paleo friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I honey. Didn't know that. Yeah, honey is paleo friendly. That's why honey is used in a lot of paleo products. To their product makes sense. You know, honey is not man-made; it's na- nature made. Yeah. So they use it as a sweetener in a lot of paleo products, which is really cool. So. Um, that's definitely, you know, a, a lot of vegans don't like it because technically it is an animal byproduct. So a lot of hardcore vegans won't touch honey. Um, but if you're paleo and or just looking to be healthy, 
Uh, not even keto. Uh, honey's cool, but if you're keto, I would try to stay away from it or at least limit it. It has a lot of vitamins too. Yeah, I mean, honey's a superfood. I mean, yeah. like I used to do honey uh, post workout. Okay. You know, that's, um, a, that's yeah. a solid yeah. post workout. I like that. Leanne, what up, Leanne? Love this topic. Hell yeah. Well, Leanne, you tuned in at the right time because we're going to dig into it. Yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff for you guys today. Yeah. And kind of, uh, you know, this is uh, obviously. It's at a kind of appropriate time. We're going to be like kind of vague on it. Um, yeah, we're not getting We're going to go as detailed as we know how. Yes. Uh, and just keep in mind, we're going to have a lot of good stuff for your for your episode today. Uh, but like, but also we're, we're not. We're not doctors. Yeah, we're not we're psychologists. Not, we're not yeah. psychiatrists. So, we're not mental health professionals. We're just giving you what we know based off of our experience. Yes. You know, like personal experience, and I personally have helped close friends and family deal with mental health issues through nutrition and, you know, whatever psychological ways I know how within my limits. So, uh, you know, yeah, so let's touch on. Let's, uh, that's our, our little PSA before we, before we dig into this, because I can only imagine the, uh, when we share this out to people and they yeah. see the topic headline, they're going to be like, all right, who the fuck are these guys? Yeah. So, like, so, so, yes, it's based on our experiences. And if you guys, again, if you guys have any questions throughout the episode, as usual, you know, go for it. Um, we just wanted to touch on this topic because, one, it's a pretty sensitive topic and people are kind of afraid to talk about it, um, which, which contributes to the problem. Yeah. Um, two, it's very, it, especially recently in yeah. the news, you know, unfortunately with Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain, yeah. who, I mean, for me personally, I mean, they're both extremely sad situations. Yes. Okay. However, Anthony Bourdain hit me in a way just because, I mean, you never really, like, obviously I didn't know who Anthony Bourdain personally at all, but I felt that just watching his shows and whatnot, like, you kind of just knew him and like, you know, like he, he brought things to you that like, you never really like would think of. And Mm -hmm. like, he shows you how to deal with, you know, how to like go out and actually talk to somebody, you know, and like how to go meet other people. And it's just, you know, and being like a big food person that I am as well, you know, he's, he was an incredible chef and, you know, he, he took care of, every single person that he ever worked with. Oh yeah. You know, from the line cooks to the dishwashers, to the front of the house, to the back of the house and mm-hmm. restaurants, you know, like every single one of those people were equal in his life. So it's, uh, that, that was a, um, that was a sad one. Yeah. You know, but, they agree. So, so anyway, um, but yeah, we're going to pretty much just touch on that, our personal experiences and how it sounds kind of far-fetched, but it's really not when you think about it and when we explain it, how food can, can kind of, it can, can, it can contribute positively and negatively to mental health issues and your overall state of mind, your psycho, you know, your psychological state of mind, where you're at in your life. Yep. You know, I guess I'll kind of share a little bit, like me personally, I'm, you know, you guys know me by now, you all know me, I don't really care, I'll share whatever. Uh, for me, it's benefiting you guys in any way. So I got rid of, I got, I, I have under control. I don't want to say I got rid of. Yeah. I have under control 
uh, my anxiety and depression. It was, was genetic. Okay. I'm not anxious about anything. I'm not depressed about anything. It was genetic. My mother had it bad enough to where she needed to be medicated for it. Yep. I probably should have been medicated for it. It was really, really bad uh, a couple of years ago. I was not in a very good place. Uh, but I refused to take medication because I saw what it did to my mom. And, and I just, I've always been against medication anyway. Yeah, it was never, even when I was eating like shit, I was just like, I just don't want medication. I just never agreed with it. Yeah. So once I started, you know, it was when I was in a very bad place and, you know, mentally, psychologically, I thought back and I was eating like shit at the time. I was eating fast food. I was drinking a lot of alcohol. I was, you know, just treating my body very poorly. And I didn't realize what it was doing to me back then, internally and mentally. So I just kept doing it and saying, you know, like, yeah, whatever, it's all good. I'm not going to gain weight. I'm not going to get fat. So I can eat whatever I want, drink whatever I want, which obviously now I know that wasn't true. So once I started changing my way of eating, I started getting better. That's I believe in coincidences to an extent, but that's not a coincidence. And I can tell you that as a fact because that's just weird timing. As getting older, a lot of these psychological and mental illnesses and psychological disorders, they get worse as you get older. Most of them. Yeah. In my experience from what I've seen. And it should have been getting worse, but from eating the way I was, even before keto, just from going paleo taking sugars and stuff out of my diet, taking gluten and grains and dairy out of my diet, all these things that contribute to inflammation and disrupting gut health and disrupting brain function. You know, brain, your brain and your gut are communicating all day long. Yeah. You know, we're just talking about it. Your gut is your second brain. It really is. That's why probiotics are phenomenal, not just for your gut or your immune system, but for your brain function too. They literally are in communication all day. Fermented foods. Oh, yeah. You know? Kimchi and yeah, so like gut health is awesome. I use the coconut cult every day. Oh yeah. So you know, once I started doing that and really taking care of my, you know, my gut, my brain, they take care of each other. You know, I started getting better. My anxiety started to to reduce. I would have it a lot less often than I would. Um, you know, my swings of depression would would start to drop. I would get them, you know once a month instead of 18 times a month or whatever. That's really great. You know, and now it's really, I haven't seen a trace of either of them. That's awesome. You know, anytime I actually get anxiety is when I have too much caffeine within a short period of time, which is normal for even someone without anxiety can can have an anxiety attack. But for someone with genetic anxiety or whatever, um, too much caffeine stimulates that. Or stimulant. So, you know, same thing with sugar. Sugar is a stimulant. It's a drug. It stimulates your brain. We've talked about it in past episodes. There's medical research for it. Sugar stimulates your brain the same way cocaine does. It lights up the same parts of your brain as cocaine does. does. So, you know, sugar is a drug. Never will be classified as such (laughs) because sugar companies run the world. But if you're eating sugar and drinking sugar and consuming excess sugar a day, it's going to contribute to these things. It's going to light up your brain the same way a drug would, and it's going to cause inflammation, and it's going to negatively contribute to any type of mental illness that you have. So, you know, for someone with depression or anxiety or bipolar or whatever, you know, consuming sugar, excess sugar and excess carbohydrates that are turning into sugar is probably... It's not healthy to begin with. 
No, even for someone without that, it's not yeah. healthy to begin with. But for someone, well, someone with that, that's one of the worst things you can do. You're, you're literally feeding that that mental illness, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess for me personally, um, I've, I've definitely had bouts of uh, dark spots in my life and stuff, and it was definitely, um, you know, it's. I, I would say in the past, uh, I don't know, it's been like a year and like seven months. So I, I'd say like three years-ish, um, I was probably, you know, I, I was in a really unhealthy spot in my life, mm-hmm. and um, which I've mentioned many times. And, you know, it's, you know, like I was out just drinking a lot. And, uh, you know, and at some point, you know, like I, and with that, obviously everyone knows that if you go out drinking, you're obviously not going to be making healthy food choices either. So it's like, you know, you're not going to have, you're not going to the bar and be like, Hey, can I get a, you know, grilled chicken salad with extra fat? You know, it's like, no, it's like, can I have the fried mozzarella sticks and the appetizer platter and like a hamburger with like two buns, you know, not just one, I need two buns, you know? So, um, yeah, it just wasn't, you know, I've never really, um, was making good choices at all, um, between eating wise and just life choices in general. And, uh, no, I, I figured, um, it was time to make a change, you know, just for a lot of reasons in my life. And, uh, and I think that when I started making those uh, healthier choices in my life, um, my, you know, I was never really like confident with like myself at all. And just, you know, I was never really happy with myself and, or how I felt, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, you know. So uh, I think it's, um, I mean, when I adopted a, keto lifestyle, you know, and a healthier lifestyle and went to the gym a lot more. Um, I, uh, I definitely started seeing, you know, immediate changes in my, in all, you know, physical, mental and emotional states of my mind. And, um, yeah, I mean, food, food, you know, changing how I ate and how I dealt with, um, how I dealt with my body and everything and you know a lot of those things you know I don't want to say they all went away you know but like they um they definitely don't come back as much anymore and obviously I don't drink anymore to begin with so you know that's a big thing uh in itself and um but you know I think uh for me it's just my changing those lifestyle making those lifestyle changes and the foods and actually realizing that what I was eating and putting in my body wasn't really helping my decisions at all either. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, I, you know, I've never felt better in my life than I currently do at this moment in time. I feel like, and, and you know, I've, you know, I'm, I've been an athlete my entire life, you know, and like I played baseball in college and, you know, and I, you know, I played baseball up until like three years ago and, 
Yeah. So it's like, and you would think that at the in those periods of playing sports my entire life, you would think that you'd be in peak physical shape, but I wasn't. You know, and and surprisingly, I'm in like the best shape of my life right now, and I feel really, really good. And you know, like I don't have those bouts of like uh, anxiety and like depression and like yeah. you know, like granted, I'm still kind of, I guess, I guess it's trying to like learn who I am again mm-hmm. in a way and uh, sense. it's it's taken a while and I'm still working on it you know there's a lot of shit that I still work on daily and uh, but food has definitely made a huge um, the way I eat in general has been a huge uh, change for sure yeah. I definitely don't you know I don't feel as tired anymore and I don't feel as uh, down and you know like Granted, like, I get a little down on myself if I have, like, a cheat day, even though it is good for you, you know, it's still, like, you know, in a way, you kind of feel like, shit, it's like, did I just sabotage everything that I've been working on, you know, it's like, and, yeah, you know, those are little things that I'm still working on, just trying to, like, get past that shit, too, so it's, uh, but, I mean, I, I think getting rid of sugars and everything definitely made a huge difference so like right. helping me towards you know reaching my goals of where i want to be mm-hmm. you know so I, I definitely echo everything that you said with when it comes to that portion of of the life and you know and it's i mean hell nobody's perfect and uh we're all working on each other exactly on ourselves at some point in time yep so i mean that's my kind of you know story of how I uh, how I've kind of changed my uh, mm-hmm. my ways around and have relied on eating wise to to help me feel a thousand times better. Yeah. You know, and like if you compare, you know, like your diet, like say like five years ago, mm-hmm. compared to where you are now, like yeah. I'm sure that like the mornings after or like the after like the night mm-hmm. during the time you're not like five years ago you're probably like fuck i want to go like take a nap yeah for like seven hours yep. and not rub stuff in my temples um and that that goes for me too you know it's yeah. like five years ago i was who knows what i was doing five years ago but yeah. it's like i'm almost certain like I was getting Taco Bell like every Friday night and Saturday night at like 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm like, I'm going to get like $12 worth of Taco Bell. Yep. I'm going to binge in my apartment and eat. And probably on the side, I was, I probably had like a fucking like bunch of beers next to me too at the same time. So yep. that wasn't helping either, you know? So it's, uh, yeah, stuff uh, contributes big time. Yeah. So and people don't realize too. A lot of people don't realize food's actual medicine. Like people just think that's a saying and like we're yeah. just preaching, be healthy. No. No. Like guys, understand something. Food is medicine. Yes. Actual medicine. That's the medicine. It's been the medicine for years and centuries and decades and whatever. It's been the medicine. When you have something wrong with you, there's certain foods and herbs and stuff like that that can help you. And we didn't always have penicillin and antibiotics and amoxicillin and all that shit that's destroying your bodies. Right? Food is actual medicine. Yep. Especially when it comes to a paleo and keto lifestyle. These natural foods, these whole foods are medicine. They can either make or break your body. You can destroy your body with foods 
or you can make your body as good as, as, as perfect as it can be with foods. Yeah. You can heal yourself with foods. I've seen real medical conditions completely healed and reversed through food. And that's and a supplementation, which is just as natural for well, the most part. Just about to get to that no. supplementation part. Is and there are, like, I take supplements for my anxiety yeah. and I, that they help keep them in check. You know, and it's completely natural stuff that you can take for long periods of time, if not the rest of your life. And things like that are huge because that's why we feel the way we do. Yeah. That's why, because food is medicine. It's making our bodies thrive instead of just survive. Mm -hmm. Right. And that helps put you into the biggest thing is mindset, which I'm a huge advocate on. Absolutely. You know, and like I've changed my mindset. I've helped other people change their mindsets and it's changed their lives as much as it's changed mine. But what I'm eating and what I'm not eating contributes greatly to being in a, a positive state of mind, an optimistic state of mind. That would, you know, I've changed my entire life around. Like, you know, five years ago, forget it. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, like, I wasn't who I am today. Like, no, I don't, not at all. I, don't, I wouldn't have the people that I would have now. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. You know, and I wasn't in the right mindset, uh -huh. and also I was eating like shit, which was preventing me from being in the right mindset. Yeah. To be in a proper mindset, you have to be taking care of your body the way you should be taking care I of your body. I say, but it's like you're, you're kind of like, you biohacked your life. I did. You I know? completely biohacked my life. I completely biohacked my yeah. life. And, you know, like I feel a lot better from doing that, and it took a long time to do. Still haven't mastered it. Probably yeah. never going to. I'm always going to be learning and always going to be improving. Yep. Five years from now, I'm going to be like, I was a fucking idiot five years ago. Same <laughs> talking about now. No, like I'm going to learn stuff that I didn't know now, that I don't know now, and I'm just going to continue learning about everything that I'm doing. The research is going to change, and I'm going to you know learn the new stuff, and you know Marty's going to do the same thing. But to be to do all of that, to be who we are and what we're doing. You have to be in the right mindset, especially when I help other people get into their right mindset. If I'm not in a right mindset, how am I supposed to help someone else change their mindset? Yeah, that's that's you know, it's like, and the people that I have to take seriously, like they're not gonna take you seriously. No. It's like you're telling me to change my mindset, but you're but you're you're over here like taking off. Yeah, and like and like even the people that I have helped, dude, like they're in a happier place in their life. Absolutely. They're in a good relationship. Their family is good. Their friends are good. Yeah. They have a better job because yeah. I told them to stop bitching about their shitty job and go get the one that they wanted. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, so, mindset's really, really huge. And, you know, and I listen to this stuff every day. I, put, I have, do like, I pay every month for YouTube Red because I listen to Tony Robbins is my biggest one. I listen to Sean Stevenson. I listen to Gary Vee and, I listen to all these people and I start my day with this and it's just, that's all that fills my head all day, every day. And you know, you listen to that enough you drill it into your brain enough and you, you believe it enough and you can start rubbing that off on your own life, which I have done and other people, Yeah. you know, and it's a good feeling when you start to help other people. So, you know, that's another good piece of advice. I mean, like go to, go on YouTube, mm -hmm. like, you know, like after our podcast, throw on a Tony Robbins motivational podcast. Like, yeah. The guy's a fucking genius among geniuses. Like, he knows how to peel you back like an onion. Like, when he speaks to people, he has this way that he can get back, get through to people. Yep. Even on a YouTube video, when he's not personally talking to you, he makes the video as if he is personally talking to you. So, someone like him, maybe one day he'll hear our podcast. This is me shouting him out because if it wasn't <laughs> for him, and I got to, sh I actually got to see Sean Stevenson live, that's cool, which I was. 
grateful for. Very grateful. Um, so between Tony Robbins, Sean Stevenson, and Gary Vaynerchuk, I honestly, it sounds silly, not that I give a shit, but their videos and, pop, and podcasts and everything literally helped change my life. If it wasn't for them three, I am highly convinced I would not be in the state of mind that I am today, and I would not have the level of beginning success that I do today. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's just like... I'll contribute mine to... Uh, I'll definitely say Gary V was a huge one in helping with... Uh, he was the first one and uh, that I started listening to that really kind of, like, made me rethink a lot of shit mm -hmm. in the past, like, year and a half and, like, kind of... Or at least the past year. And um, then I'd say Joe Rogan and, like, Aubrey Marcus and, you know, the guys that run on it and... I think with with those collective people, you know, they opened my opened my eyes to other people that you know that yeah. have allowed me to um, really just change my mindset of of just you know wanting to be in that that zone nonstop and always trying to improve myself and work on myself and like never ever stopping and never stop learning and yeah, of course. always striving, you know, and like. And doing it in a way that also is not like overtaking my life to the point where like, I mean, obviously Gary Vee, he says this a lot, you know, like who knows how much time he actually spends with his family, yeah. you know, like, but like, and obviously everyone does their motivational work, mm -hmm. does their work in their own way and whatever works for them and stuff. But, you know, like those guys definitely have helped me change my mindset around to where I want to be today. And, uh, but as for like the supplements you were mentioning before, you know, like I have, uh, like B vitamins in general, mm -hmm. you know, like they're, you know, and all these are included in foods that you eat, yeah. you know? So like if you're eating, uh, we're kind of segue back into the, the eating wise, and, uh, no, like you, you gotta think that if you're eating crappy food, you're obviously not getting, you know, essential like aminos and, you know, you're not getting minerals and vitamins and stuff that are really like essential to, to living a healthy life, but also living, you know, being able to help you with, uh, any possible issues that you might be having, yeah. whether it be like anxiety or depression or like. ADD or ADHD, you know, like, like B vitamins or they help you with moods, mm -hmm. you know, they help you with your mood, like take a B12 supplement, you know, uh, iron, you know, that's been kind of, there's been studies that, uh, that have been shown that iron, uh, like an iron deficiency could give people depression. Mm -hmm. So if you maybe increase your iron, maybe it'll help you curve a few of your, uh, episodes that you might have, you know, and, um, Omega-3s, they're crazy healthy fatty acids, you know, they're going to help you with your with memory, you know, and they, you know, giving you a healthier gut. Um, and then this is just something that I found and uh, it's kind of just repeating what I said, but it's uh, mostly diets, um, they're suffering from mental disorders the severity of deficiency in nutrients. So vitamins, minerals, and omega-3 fatty acids, you know, and uh, yeah. it's been shown that daily supplements of those nutrients are uh, effective in mm -hmm. reducing symptoms. And I mean, 
outside of taking supplements, I mean, food has well, what all a lot those, of people don't realize is has those minerals and vitamins that you yeah that'll help you. And a lot of people who don't realize this, and it's not any, it's a lot of people who just don't understand certain mental illnesses or disorders or whatever you want to call them, and. I've done a lot of a lot of research. I started researching when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, I've researched almost every common mental disorder, mental illness. I don't even like calling them disorders; it's not a disorder. But um, I've I've researched almost every common mental illness there is uh, because a lot of them are. Uh, my, my my mom has a lot of them, and I could have gotten a lot of them, and I didn't. So I researched all of them to make sure. I knew how to help someone with them. Uh, unfortunately, my mom didn't listen to me. I couldn't help her. So if I could help someone else, I'd like to. Yeah. That's why I started researching them. I learned the ins and outs of almost every one of the common ones. So a lot of people are not understanding that most of these are chemical imbalances. That's why a lot of times it's hard to pinpoint why a lot of people are like, you're depressed or anxious. They ask, well, why? What's wrong? That's good. And I'm fully, I'm a full believer in talking it out and talking about what's on your mind and not keeping it inside of you yep. because that's never a good thing. I've bottled things up before. It did not turn out well. Absolutely. Uh, and I've talked things out and it yeah. turned out much better. So I am a huge believer in talking about things, um, bottling it up, uh, sometimes results in something that's irreversible. And, um, don't, don't, and also, like the talking it out thing. It's like a lot of, there's like a whole like stigma that like people shouldn't like go talk about their feelings to people. Like, yeah. I posted it on, you saw like, my Instagram story. Yeah. I posted it on my Instagram story. I'll literally post it again. And I added my own take to it. I'm not going to quote the quote cause it wasn't mine, but I'll, I'll add my own take. It says something like, you know, you don't have to man up. Right. A lot of people, the, the study was, I don't know how accurate it is where it came from. The study was most uh, depressions and most suicides are, are, are done by, by men over the age of whatever it was. Whether that's true or not really doesn't make a difference, man, okay. woman, age, whatever. Talking it out, yes. It said, do not man up, right? And I added my own take. You know, a lot of people try to be like, oh, yeah, if I talk about my feelings, it'll make me weak and it'll make me vulnerable. And one, that's not true. All right. Two, I'm a stronger person. Yeah. It takes a lot of fucking strength to talk about your feelings and put yourself in an uncomfortable situation to put yourself outside of your comfort, purposely put yourself outside of your comfort zone in an uncomfortable situation, doing something that you're not comfortable with, like talking about your feelings. That takes a lot more strength than saying I'm fine. Right. I've done that before. I feel a lot stronger after I'm done talking about it. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, anyone who makes you feel weak and vulnerable for talking about your feelings, you can tell them to go fuck themselves because they have their own shit too that they're afraid to talk about. They're being cowards by being afraid to talk about it, yeah. which is silly. All right. And the reason I say cowards is because that's not so, that's not because they don't want to talk about it. That's for them making someone else feel bad. I see it all the time. People make fun of people. Oh, you people project their shit on yeah, other people for making someone feel badly about talking about their feelings. And I am, uh, I have a very strong opinion about that. Right, I have a very big uh, opinion on that. Uh, you know, it, 
And it's just, you feel a lot better after you talk about it. Even if it's not to a psychologist, like I've seen psychologists, again, I'm not going to talk because I don't want to get attacked by anyone, (laughs) but I have my very strong opinion on psychologists. Uh, Respectfully, this is why, in a respectful way, my opinions on them is why I don't see them. If you're a psychologist, good for you. You're doing a very good thing for the world. But I personally, it's just not personally for me. I would rather talk to a friend who understands me or a family member who understands me. You know, uh, psychologists are very good at what they do. Um, but me personally, I want the person to know me and understand me and know who I am and how I respond to things and what I've been through. And, you know, I'd rather not tell that to a stranger. That's um, fair. But I think I'm a huge, I'm a huge advocate on going to a psychologist because they're professionals and talking and, you know, 95% of the people that I know go and they have a lot of success with that. Yeah. You know, me personally, I'm in a little bit, the, the small percentage where I have more success talking to someone that I know personally than I do uh, and a therapist. And that's not from the therapist's point of view. That's from my point of view because I don't feel comfortable opening up to someone that I don't know. So for me, it's, and, and that's like a, it's not you, it's me type of thing. Yeah. So, you know, psychologists, I'm, I'm, I love them. I think they contribute a lot to, this, to, the, to the world and I think they do great things. Um, but it's, you know, okay. my point is find somebody to talk to. Yes. If you need to talk to somebody or if you want to try it, uh, find somebody. It doesn't have to be even, you know, a big thing. Like a lot of people are like, oh, but like my problem is a small thing. It, no, there, it's not. Like, there's an, even there, I just, it doesn't matter if it's a small thing. Like, oh, I'm worried about my grades. Like that can contribute to a lot of other things. So it can yeah. snowball. That's not a small thing. Talk about it. It's not a stupid thing. It's not a silly thing. You know, like I've talked to my friends and family about some, like what I thought was stupid, petty shit, but I felt like fucking awesome after I got it off Absolutely. my chest. And you know, like you walk around all day with like this, this a burden, burden, this burden yeah. on your shoulders and like, you, you know, not, not talking about the certain things that are going on in your life. Like, not only can cause other issues, you know, like depression, anxiety, and everything, yeah. but like you just feel like closed up and like mm-hmm. you, it, you know, it, it's going to affect your 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 job because you're going to be at work all day being fucked. It's like I, I've, I've, I've personally, my, yeah, and I've personally fucked up many jobs, uh, good ones. Uh, I I also think everything happens for a reason and. Right. You know, I love where I am today, and I'm actually glad I fucked those jobs up, so I got me to where I was today. Um, however, I messed them up in a way that my, I let my anxiety and depression get in the way of certain things. Yeah. And uh, I, I've never been fired from a job, but I, I've but you're let it, you know, I, I've quit. Uh, I've been impulsive on taking jobs, quitting jobs, I, I, you know, and that's part of, you know, anxiety, depression, compulsive disorder, yep. stuff like that. You know, being impulsive, and I, that's, I've let that ruin a couple of things. Um, also, and, you know, you live and you learn. Yeah. You know, like, how many times... Your lack of sleep is therefore going to now contribute to whatever mental health. Like, how many times have... I'm, sh- I'm sure whoever's watching this right now has... Something has come up in their life, and you go to bed at night, and all you can think about mm-hmm. is that thing that's bothering you because you haven't talked about that thing to anybody. Yep. And all you do is just lay in bed. You're like, all right, I'm really tired. So you lay in bed... You try to close your eyes, and like an hour later, it just t- pops in your head, and you're oh, like, "Yeah, it's like fuck." It's like if this happens, and then this happens, and then this is gonna happen, and then yeah. this is gonna happen, and then you're like, and then it's just, and then it's a snowball effect, man. And like before you know it, like 
then tomorrow when you wake up, that burden's going to be even bigger on your shoulders because yeah. A, you're exhausted because you couldn't sleep because all you're thinking about was that one thing that just, mm-hmm. that you, that you need to say to get out. And like, you know, it's just, yeah, you know, talking, being open and honest and talking to people about things is like the most important thing oh, yeah. that you could ever do. I've started for your, for your mental yeah. health. I've started purposely putting myself outside my comfort zone and speaking and talking to people about things that I'm not comfortable with on purpose. Yeah. Right. And, and not for nothing. Like I get, trust me, I know how hard it is to talk about mm-hmm. things that are bothering it's you. Probably one of the hardest things to do. Like I'm a hundred and ten percent guilty of it. You know, and I it's and I I've definitely improved in that category of if something is bothering me, I will talk to you about it. Yeah. You know? But uh it the the stigma behind it not being able to talk to somebody about something mm-hmm needs to just go away because there's been just too much shit and so many in the past couple of years that has been going on in the world that's just like it gets to a point where like you know like the shit needs to like stop and be you know and it sucks that things like unfortunately like Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain like those things have to happen for people to continue reaching out and stuff mm-hmm. and, and granted like I'm I'm guilty of it where like you don't really think about it on a daily basis yeah. until something like this happens. But I definitely think there should be more conversations about okay. these things on a daily basis. And like there's like mental health day or mental awareness day that like was like last month. And yeah. Like everyone's on like Twitter, like hashtag mental health day. That should be every day. You know, like that should be every single day. Yeah, you should be you should be mindful of that. You should be day. taking care of yourself. Literally. Every single day, but um, let's uh, let's get. I'm gonna. We'll, we'll, we're gonna answer go some through. of these questions really quick, so you guys, we're not ignoring you. Don't worry. And while we're at it, I'm drinking Sailaway coffee. I'm Thank drinking you. Alpha Brain, and it's getting me hyped up right now. And popping for screen. anyone that's interested, um, last week's podcast. I apologize for the delay. I've been very very busy. Because I was traveling and then I had a party and it's been very crazy. So that is actually up now on iTunes and Google Play. Um, the video is not up on YouTube. That'll probably be done tomorrow or uh, Wednesday. So when you get a chance, if you haven't listened to last week's episode when we talked about foods and mm-hmm. if those foods that you're eating are actually really healthy, go on iTunes tomorrow morning and check it out. Uh, while you're at it, hit that five star review, bitch. Five star yeah. review. Subscribe. Am I allowed to say bitch? Don't say whatever we want. That's true. It is my pod. It's our podcast, guys. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Go hit those five stars. Uh, Subscribe to it. Go to our YouTube page. Subscribe to it. Leave us comments. Comments, reviews. We love it. We love it all. You know, give us some love, some self-love. Give us a little love river right now. Yeah, let's get a like and love wherever we're going right now. Do it right now. We love it. Get that thing going. And while I'm reading, while we're reading and answering these questions, if you have other questions, you can let us know. Yeah, and if you guys have any comments about something that we said tonight that like yeah, feel throw it out. You know, yeah, there we go. Carrie, what? So, what did you read or listen to that got you started? Hmm. So 
Yeah. I'm, I'm going to chime in. Don't so, risk it, please. Um, and Jesse, yes. I'll get you one of these shirts. I'll PM you. Um, for reading-wise, I've kind of... So I used to, like, hate reading. Like, I would find, like, a book here or there and, like, read it through and be like, all right, cool, I read a book. Like, I've turned, I'd say in the past, I don't know, six months maybe, seven months, I've turned to reading a lot of books. And granted, they're not, like, you know, like, fiction books. You know, yeah. they're, they're, like, motivational books that I read. And every single morning, and I... Don't may not get to it every morning, but I'd say six out of seven days of the week, I have three books on my uh, coffee table that I read in the morning before I go to work. Uh, the first one is um, The Daily Stoic, which is like a mind-blowing way to start your day. Gives you like it's uh, quotes from uh, Marcus Aurelius, and uh, I'm gonna totally butcher this fucking. Uh, Pitticus, maybe? So, spelling, sorry. Um, but uh, then, um, Heart of a Champion, which is all about like uh, spiritual shit and like being an athlete and being spiritual in the same way of how it like affects your life. And then, those two actually have passages every single day of the year. So, those are two books that are just going to be rotated every single day every single year so right obviously it's what june 11th so next june 11th i'll probably read the same passage that i did this morning and then the third book uh i'm reading currently is aubrey marcus's own the day own your life which is a phenomenal book if you want to find like if you want to take control of your day um and just kind of live it in like a different healthier way mm -hmm. you know how to like start your day ways. So a couple of the examples for one that I've personally been doing, uh, he says, take, take a night, take a nice shower. And then in the last, like, this is the way I've done it. And then for the last 30 seconds of your shower, turn that hot water off and let the cold, it, trust me, it takes a little while to get fucking used to it. You, you make it a little bit colder each time you do it till your body adjusts. And, uh, You've never felt more awake well, yeah. when, like, the last 30 seconds. Like, it teaches you how to breathe first, and then it says, okay, now take those breaths that you just learned how to do. I think they're called uh, Linhof breaths. So you do, like, 30 of those, and then do it while the cold water's on you. Holy shit. Feels amazing. And a funny story about that is that I was at a bachelor party on Saturday, and there was an outdoor shower, and my friends... Uh, decide to throw the uh, cooler water over the shower onto my back while I was showering, and I was just like sick. <laughs> Thanks, motherfucker. Like, yeah, I was like, they're like, you took that really well. I was like, yeah, I take cold showers. I was like, didn't affect me one. My minute. showers are <laughs> ice cold. I was like, I was like, thank you. I was like, I really appreciate that. Help me. Um, but those are three books that I read. Um, so I don't know. You can. Um, what got me started? Well, first of all, I hate reading. Um, I wish I liked reading. I really do because books are so amazing, and there's so much that they that they can bring into your life. Uh, I just, I I know I'm very 
self-aware and know what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. Uh, reading is not among them. So I don't waste my time trying to read because I know I'm not going to obtain the information. So instead of wasting my time trying to be a reader, I, uh, I listen and I, I visualize instead. So I watch YouTube videos. I watch YouTube. Uh, I watch, I listen to podcasts. And um, originally, believe it or not, uh, what got me started in health and working out was uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I became literally infatuated with bodybuilding. Yeah, I mean, like, I saw him and I was just like, okay, like, bodybuilding is the thing. I think that goes for a lot of people. I was like, when I say I was obsessed, I was like, dude, I had Arnold Schwarzenegger on my phone background. I had posters on my wall. I looked up to this guy like an idol. Um, so he's what first got me into it. Um, and then I started look, I, I started reading about Mark Sisson. Okay. Um, and I loved the way his lifestyle was and who he was and what he was preaching. And then from there, uh, I kind of just snowballed into everything else. Uh, you know, Dave Asprey and, you know, Don D'Agostino, uh, Aubrey Marcus. Like those people are really the people that actually uh, I really enjoy listening to them. And they, they are a lot of how I started my education with this and even the audio books. Like I've read audio. I've listened to audio books. Audio books are good. Um, really good book for, uh, if you want to, what I listen to on audio, um, is the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Oh yeah. Really, really good. Um, I actually just started listening to it again just cause audio books kind of throw me off just cause I'm on the train and, it's, I start doing shit on my phone and mm. just trying to listen to it is, uh, isn't always the easiest thing just cause you know, cause I start to read a book and then I'm like listening to a book and then I'm reading other shit while I'm listening to a book. And like, I just don't obtain the information as well as I do. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's a, I would highly recommend getting that book. Yeah. Um, and, uh, another couple book recommendations that I know for sure is, um, is a book called driven. That's really, really good. Uh, it really talks about like the, just, you know, the left side, right sides of the brain and how like about like monkeys and elephants and like how your brain works and what side is the monkey, which side is the elephant who controls what side. And it's, um, that's a really good book. If you're looking for some like motivational type shit, um, but that's another book recommendation. We're saying it's an Oprah's book club. Oprah, you get a book. You get, you a, get book. a book, and you get a book. Tracy Ann, what supplements do you think could help with eating disorders? Hmm. <laughs> I don't have a lot of experience with eating disorders, uh, personally or otherwise, um, so I can't really speak too much on it, but. You know, if I were to say, I mean, I'd probably start with something like maybe a meal replacement shake, but even that, I mean, an eating disorder, again, it's a, it's a, that's a mindset thing. That's like a, a something to get over and, and handle, you know, mentally, you know, eating disorders. Or not, yeah. B vitamins. Cause they'll help with like your mood wise. Yeah. B uh, vitamins. Um, I mean, you know. There are a lot of mood stabilizing type supplements. Uh, I personally take theanine. Okay. L-theanine is a, a natural amino acid. That's uh, for anxiety relaxation. Um, you know, I actually, a few months ago, I had like a full-blown anxiety attack at work. I popped the theanine pill and 20 minutes later, I was fine. 
I was completely fine as if it never happened. That's good. Um, five HTP is also a really yeah. good one. Um, that's take a, a DMA E. Yeah. With five HTP in it. Yeah. That's that really. Um, that's an awesome one. That helps. And you know, like an eating disorder. That again, that's something that the person with an eating disorder should. I can't speak on it. it it's someone. Should, it's, it's something someone should go and speak to someone about, whether it's a friend or a family member, because. That's another disorder, uh, you know, an illness that, you know, it, it's it's from, you know, a lot of people either get it from years of abuse, mm-hmm. like being, you know, spoken to a certain way or being called, uh, you know, whatever. Um, but that also could be a chemical imbalance too. So, you know, we're not really experienced on that. But from what I do know, it's something that, you know, is a mindset thing. I also, definitely, talk to somebody. definitely be open with someone. And, you know, if you know someone who has one, try to get them to, you know, talk to you about it or go to a yeah. professional so the professional can get to the root of the problem and then figure it out from there. And if if you find that like you're talking to somebody, whether it be a fa- family member or a friend or whatever, and you feel like that person isn't very responsive to you or kind yeah. of like dismisses it as like, oh, you're fine. Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't take like, it seriously. It's like, stop. It's like, like you're living, a, you have a really good life. Yeah. Like, what do you have? To you got to find someone who understands. Like, like there is somebody that will listen to your issues and help you with them. Hundred percent. Okay. So don't just like go to if you go to like the first five people and those five people are like, stop, you're okay. It's like you're making a big deal out of nothing. Yeah. Dismiss those five people and go to the sixth person because that sixth person is going to help you change your mindset like beyond belief. Yeah. So. Just don't give up. Yeah, don't, that's don't. that's uh, that's kind of where I was going with that. Um, cool. We're not yeah, man. Hour. Are we an hour? Shit. All right, so we have a couple minutes left. Yeah. Um, if you guys got any questions? Please ask them. Any questions? And once we wrap it up, any questions after that? Feel free to message us. We, uh, not that either of us are psychologists, but yeah, uh, you know, if you ever needs to anyone to talk to, I'm sure Marty is the same. Yeah, hit, just, us up. hit us up. We're a good uh, conversation, and we can. I've helped my. I've helped other people with it uh, as best as I could. You know, any little bit helps anyway. Absolutely. So, if you and have questions we, after this, or you just want to chat or whatever, hit us, us up. Know. You know, we're uh, we have good ears. You know, and uh, I've been through some shit, and same. I'm. Uh, and I also really like to talk. So. That too. <laughs> that's another thing you know and, and growing to enjoy helping people oh yeah whether yeah. it be with diet or whatever you know so we're uh we're, we're we're two good people to talk to if you need it guys for sure right? and uh don't forget guys go to itunes itunes SoundCloud. youtube soundcloud google play google play google play yep Subscribe, rate us, like us, yeah. review us. And even now, you know what? Let's get another Like and Love River going. Yeah, shoot us. If you haven't shared this video, too, you can go ahead and, and share this video. Share it up. And um, what else do we got? Uh, Let's drink off the bad taste line now. You can have to taste. You're trying to get out. Yeah, that was weird. Mm-hmm. It's not terrible, but still. Well, Alpha Brain's got to be focused. <laughs> focused as fuck. <laughs> focused as fuck. Nadine, you know what? You're the best. Thanks, Nadine. Nadine brought me back coffee from Hawaii. I saw that. I was like, fucking good. I was like, where's my coffee? I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, actually, I'm going to give you something to try. Um, That reminded me. You'll like it.
Most my French pressed it. I oh, saw that. Saw that. Fancy ass. Yeah. I get bougie with the coffee. I'm bougie over here. Speaking of speaking of that, there was actually a um, really good quote. Uh, oh, well, good from I can actually bring it up. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Um, it was actually from um, uh, Anthony Bourdain, and it was about coffee. And he's somebody said. Uh, he forgets who actually wrote it, but that specialty coffee became the death of conversation because you end up uh, opinion about the coffee, the grind, and the mustache barista instead of exchanging ideas with your companion over a cheap, forgettable diner cup of mediocre joe. Hmm. Interesting. Because it, uh, it was in response to Bourdain and how he, uh, he kind of like changed the beer culture mm-hmm. and like people always would go to like like a craft beer bar and like yeah. he, he kind of like walked in one day and he saw like all these people he's like I'm not it wasn't at a bar he's like I was at a guest show pub because yeah. I saw all these people just sitting at the bar and they just had like these wooden planks with like little tasting glasses yep. and like they were you know talking about like the hops and this and that and like rather than going to a bar and actually like getting a shitty beer and being like, let's have a conversation yeah. with your friends and stuff. So it's just like, that makes a lot of sense. you know, um, yeah. The Andy Bourdain was a good man. Yeah. That's for sure. Smart fucking dude. So, um, right. yeah, I mean, hate to end it on a, on a sour note, but I don't know if that was a sour note. No. Um, just remember guys, there's more to life. Yeah. And, uh, a lot more. A lot of people are struggling, and there's people out there that'll help you. Mm-hmm. And um, if you feel that uh, if anything is kind of going on in your life, there's a lot of people that that you can reach out to. It's a lot of options. And, um, there's phone numbers that you can call, yep. um, which is huge, you know. And um, me and Mike are around if you need to talk. And we, uh, I mean. And just remember, what you eat mm-hmm. affects you. Plays a huge role. Plays a huge role. So if you do feel like you're, you're I got better from food. If you're hitting those kind of like dark spots, mm-hmm. kind of be, before you kind of, you know, obviously it's t- I'm not gonna say it's easy, but kind of take a look at what you're eating as yeah. well, and maybe just change something about what you're eating and, and see how it makes you feel. Yeah. You know? Cause, uh, who knows? Maybe it's, maybe it'll help you. It helped me. You know, it helped me as well. I cured myself from those things that, uh, from food. Never touched the medication. Yeah. Uh, I, I cured myself from food and if I could do it, you could do it. Yeah, guys. So on that note, thanks for watching. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next week. Marty. Mike. We out. Peace.